Hello everyone, welcome back. My name is Sam. And I'm Melissa. And today we want to share with you a little bit more about the medical situation out in the FLDS community where I grew up, uh, otherwise known as the Plymouth Group. Yeah, that, that follows Warren Jeffs. Yes, we have had a lot of questions about like what kind of medical care people received, mm -hmm. if they did preventative medical care, vaccinations, um, hospitals for childbirth, lots of stuff like that. So we're going to kind of dive in and try to answer as many of those questions as possible in this video as far as medical care goes. So yeah. I guess starting at the beginning would be... Back to the very beginning. Back to the beginning would be, do women go to the hospital to give birth? Uh, no, they do not. Uh, well, okay, I guess I shouldn't say no for everyone. Uh, I don't know if there were certain high-risk situations where the women would go to a bigger city to give their children to give birth to their children because there were times where hospitals were necessary. Okay. But in the community where I grew up, there was not a hospital there. But there was a place that they called Healdale. Ironic because it was actually in Hildale, the city, Hildale. <laughs> but uh, it was a place that was specifically designed for women to go and give birth to children. And there were certified, uh, there were certified people there that would help with the. I don't know that they were actually doctors, but they were. They they had a lot of experience and they would help uh, the women give birth to their children there. Yeah. Okay, so women did go somewhere to give birth. They weren't they weren't normally at home, or at least in your family's. Experience. Right. I mean, and of course, there's always these stories and experiences where uh, the the mother would end up having the child at home, uh, whether it just came early or they chose to do it that way, but. But there was a place for people to go. Yeah. Okay. And that's where that's where I remember all of the mothers in my house going to give the uh, give birth to the children. Okay. And then vaccinations. As a child, did you receive any vaccinations? No. Uh, there was there was. I don't know how much it, WIC. Okay. WIC, yeah, that's the federal program. WIC was out there, and and I remember as a young boy saying, "Okay, we're going to the WIC. We're going to WIC." I don't I don't really remember what that all entailed. But there was something out there by that name that we would go, we would get a little poke, we'd get a band-aid, we'd get a lollipop, and all was great in the world. But I do not remember ever getting any actual vaccinations. Wait, WIC? Now I'm really curious what you're talking about. I, I because the WIC that I've heard of is like a... A, a program. A federally sponsored like program. Yeah. children get food. Yeah, yeah. I'll we'll have to look more into that. We'll have back to you guys on that. I'm like, what are you Sorry, I opened up? up another can of worms here. Yes, a whole other video when but I find out what For some reason, that. that was what it was called. The building that we went into was called, that uh, was titled WIC. That was the name of the building we'd walk into. And I remember they would give us this little, I don't know if it was to test our blood or something, but they'd give us a little prick and a band aid, and, and that was it. Yeah. So maybe you did get some vaccinations and you just didn't even. And maybe I didn't realize. Yeah. yeah maybe. Huh. When no. you went to Chile, you had to have vaccinations. Yes. Did you have to receive like a ton of them? Yes. Yes. It, okay, so you probably didn't have all of them. Either I child. either I didn't have record that I had them, or I didn't have them. I don't think I had any, honestly. Okay, gotcha. I think, I think the, before, before I went to Chile, the, the, that was when I received all of my first vaccinations. Because I got them for smallpox and all the different common things that I got vaccinations for at that time. So. Okay, did you guys have like regular checkups, like a two-year checkup and a three-year checkup, like with the doctor? Mm-hmm. And were there doctors and dentists like already out there or like for preventative type care? Well, based off of an experience I had when I broke my arm, I don't know how qualified they were. <laughs> but there were a couple doctors out there and there were a couple dentists out there. As a, uh, in growing up, I didn't go to the dentist very often. 
but the couple times I do remember, we actually went to a little bit uh, bigger city. Our parents took us to a bigger city where we went to a dentist that was not a part of the church or anything. It was a, a bigger office, an actual dentist office. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then about what about regular doctors? So regular doctors, I uh, I don't know. I, I do know there were a couple of doctors that were out there, but I don't remember using their services except for one time. Go ahead, let's hear the story. <laughs> a great story of my arm. So, so it, 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 interesting. But so when I was, I would say, I was thirteen, about, I was up uh, on a roof. Well, maybe I was a little bit older actually during this time. I might have been fifteen. Yeah, I was fifteen. Uh, so I was up on a roof and I was putting tin, uh, the metal sheeting on the roof up, up in a, on, on a cabin in the mountain. And as I was uh, walking off of the roof, we were done for the day. I stepped off onto the ladder and the ladder slipped out from underneath me. I fell off on my back. My arm was twisted behind my back and it, and it snapped it right in half. So, uh, my, my friend that was with me, we didn't know what to do. Uh, so we, we, what we should have done is gone to the hospital, nearest hospital, but instead we drove, he drove me home <laughs> and, and my, and my mother met me there. Uh, and this was probably a, an hour and a half drive. My mother meets me there and she's like, okay, let's get you to the doctor. So we, she rushes me to the doctor, which was just a doctor office there in the community. And he, he comes out, he feels my arm, and he's like, yeah, yeah, definitely broken, definitely broken. Okay, so this is what you're going to do. You're going to hold very still, and it's going to grow back. The end. <laughs> so bad. They really put him that, in, like, they just put you in a sling, right? They or gave, did they do they a gave, no, they gave, Nope, they gave me a sling and, they, and uh, said, if you can find a way to put some pressure, some weight on the arm uh, to kind of to hold it a little bit more straight, and, and, then, don't, and then don't move. And so I, there were definitely a few nights of just excruciating pain where I wake up and my arm had twisted out of place or something. And were you allowed to take pain medication? Did they take pain medication? Like there were some things out there. I remember aspirin was out there. Uh, I don't know what else. There wasn't a lot. A lot there, there were a lot more natural things I remember that we would, that we would take. But, uh, but nothing, nothing really strong, no. Okay. Uh, so were there ever, is there any other times where you were like, that I probably should have gone to the doctor for, but. <laughs> that was definitely one of them. Uh, but just, just, that's my way of saying there were doctors out there, but I don't know how qualified they were. Uh, but anyway, so that was, that was my experience with the only time that I did actually meet with a doctor in, out there. So anyway. Well, what happened when you guys would get hurt and it wasn't something like as serious as a broken arm? Well, uh, for example, uh, one, when I was younger, I guess at this point I would have been six or seven, I was playing on this big uh, dirt mound and I jumped off the dirt mound and I was having so much fun and I sl jumped off and just kind of landed on my, on, my, uh, on my hands, hands first and then landed on my butt, but my hands caught this, you can, I don't know if you can see it here or not, but I have a scar right here. But my hands caught this big piece of glass that was sticking up in, in out of the out of the dirt, mm. and and it just sliced my hand. I mean, now now the the scar is you know it's not that big, but at the time it was almost in, as big as the palm of my hand. You know, it, it, the scar didn't grow with my hand, but my hand did anyway. So I went into the home into the house, obviously bawling my eyes out. You know, like my hands in half, and my my mother, all she did, she hydrogen peroxide again you know she that was her go-to and then just bandaged it up 
just bandaged it up the best you could and 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 then it healed let it heal yeah so like so, no stitches or no just there was uh, actually now that you bring up the stitches uh about this same age <laughs> <laughs> I was running down the hall. It was a big no-no to run in the house, so that maybe it's maybe it's karma for running. But I, I was running down the hall uh, of our home, and I'd slipped, and I I slipped, in, and we had these these cabinets in the hallway, and so I slipped and and the hit just the corner, the very sharp corner of this cabinet hit me right he, right here in the above my eye, and just just cut me open. So I remember, you know, just. Uh, you know, I thought I was going to die, of course. I had a hole in my head. And, and mother was there again. Oh, poor, poor mother. Poor mother. There again, wiping up, sopping, uh, wiping up my blood and trying to keep me calm. And she, in this case, actually took me to this place called Hildale, where they did have oh. some medical things. And, and they there actually gave me stitches. So oh. they were able to do stitches in some cases. Yeah. yeah. So I got stitches to, to stitch up my head. Yeah, and even though they, you know, tried to avoid the doctor in general and try to do things at home, anytime there was something serious, we've had some yes. people ask, you know, mm -hmm. if something serious was to happen, did they go to a hospital? And they absolutely still did. Right. So Sam got in a very, very bad car accident. Yeah. Um, when he was, were you 14 or 15? I was 14. When he was yeah. 14 years old, and he was in a, he got life lighted. I was 13. <laughs> <laughs> he was 13, teenager, young teenager, and he got life lighted. Um, to Las Vegas yes. from Hilldale. So that's like, you know, an almost three hour life flight. And he was in a coma for three days. So, yeah, so we were we were rushed in an ambulance. So it was me and four more of my brothers were all involved in this accident. And it was just, a, it was, yeah, some of us weren't expected to we'll, survive at all. We'll have, we'll to, have do to do a, another a video, video about his accident. Right. But. Right. Anyway, so we were rushed to the uh, biggest city near uh, Colorado Hilldale City, which was St. George, Utah, into the emergency room there. And from that point, we were life. A couple of my brothers uh, and I were life lighted to Las Vegas. And anyway, so definitely there were moments where we required more attention and, and we definitely went to hospitals. Yeah. And some people had asked too, like if you were allowed to have blood transfusions, because there's some religions that don't allow blood mm -hmm. transfusions. And as far as yeah, you guys, really. you were allowed to. I don't like, think that was a concern, no. I don't yeah. believe that being a concern. It was more of a do whatever it takes to keep them alive. Keep them alive. Yeah. So. Yeah. so, but there is a, a very long story that goes along with that. That was a big part of my life. Uh, but uh, anyway, so one of these days we'll just have to do a video titled The Accident. The Accident. <laughs> and yeah, because that's its own story. But right. whenever medical attention was needed, that was something big like that. And his one brother was put on like life support during mm -hmm. his coma. I mean, right. being in a coma at all, I'm sure you were all right. somewhat I, on. We were. We were definitely... I know that my two of my brothers were in uh, induced comas for some time because they were trying to stitch them back together and do all this. But I, I was in a coma for three days, but I just came to on my own. And I, you know, it wasn't an induced coma. I guess I just got knocked not in the down. head, knocked in the head hard enough to <laughs> put me to sleep for a couple of days. But uh, anyway, that was it was crazy. But whatever was medically necessary for things like that, they absolutely accept it and. Right. Um, right, and there were there were takes. children and, and people life lighted to the nearest hospital that could, could give them the best treatment for their situation. So, so it was definitely uh, it wasn't one of those things that if you can't figure it out in the community, you just let them die. No, not at all. It definitely, we were 
rush to the places we needed to be if it was an emergency. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we just wanted to give a quick rundown, hopefully answer a lot of those questions having to do with um, what their medical care was out yeah. like out there. Um, yeah. or the lack of medical care sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> he still has a bow in his arm. Yeah, his... My, my arm is still, it grew back, the bone just grew back just a little bit crooked, just like that. Um, it doesn't bother me at all, so, so that's it's good. not worth going and re-breaking to straighten it out, but but it's a little bit frustrating. I'm like, man, to, to think that I have a crooked bone. No. Yeah. But if you guys would like to hear more about what it was like for Sam growing up in polygamy or have more questions, please leave them in the comments, like and subscribe, and we can't wait to talk to you all soon. We'll talk to you soon.